Welcome to the Slow Goods Podcast, where we love to talk all about Maine, quality craftsmanship, and timeless design, and how these three things often intersect. Along the way, we'll hear some inspiring and authentic stories, and if we have ears to hear, gain some wisdom as well. I'm your host, Logan Ratcliffe, and today I'm joined by founder and curator of Fitz and Bennett Home, Lauren Savisky. 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 Mm -hmm. When Lauren founded Fitz and Bennett, she wanted a way to offer affordable and quality home products that were also a piece of this special place here in Maine. Well, welcome to the lo- welcome to the show, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Thanks so so, so much here. for coming. Yeah, yeah. no, it's fun. I know we, you know, <clears throat> had some contact over the years, yeah. off and on, and uh, so 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 good to have you here. Well, I remember the first time I ever met you was at Kay Colette. You walked in with like an arms full of mats. <laughs> And you were like, uh, we make these and we want to sell them to you. Nice. I was like, okay, let's work it out. And right. we did. And that was awesome. Perfect. That was like, what, almost 10 years ago? we never met at a trade show before that? No. Then you, I think then you guys started doing trade shows. Or maybe you had done some. I don't Man, know. Man, I just walked in. I think you turkey. did. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. A lot of that. No, that was good. Though. Yeah, that's the worst. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the best. But yeah. it's also, yeah, it's hard. Nerve wracking. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so just to... You know, I introduced you a little bit, but tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure. You know, um, yeah. you, where you started, how you got to where you are today. Mm-hmm. What, what makes Lauren, Lauren? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not a native Mainer. I'm from away, um, but I've been here for almost 15 years. So, mm-hmm. and I married a Mainer and we have kids here. So I feel like maybe <laughs> they'll the accept club. me as their own. Maybe. Um, You're accepted. Oh, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Um, yeah, so I grew up in Connecticut, went to school in Rhode Island and then, um, had a friend up here who, well, I went to school for like, um, textiles, merchandising and design. So I've always been very into, you know, textiles and design and was super into fashion, always loved interior design. I was always like moving my room around and driving my parents insane. And like, can we paint this wall? And I need 25 pillows for my bed and you know, like all that annoying stuff that kids do. Maybe That's not cool, every though, kid. That you were that, you yeah, know, I always kind of knew I wanted to do that. Um, and then moved up here kind of on a whim mm-hmm. and um, started working for an interior designer in town. Um, and then, you know, was there for a couple of years and then ended up at K. Colette, which was um, this home decor store down on Commercial Street that was kind of like this magical moment of ta- in time, I mm-hmm. feel like. Um, people still come in like in tears because they're so sad that it's gone. And it was just a special place, you know, it was rare. Yeah, it was rare. We had a lot of really high end lines that you don't find everywhere. And I was lucky enough to get in at the ground floor and, um, Karen and I would go buying together, which was great. So we would, Mm -hmm. I got to go to Paris three times. I got to, what did you, you know, guys do there? Was it just... Um, there's like a huge trade show there. Uh, right. There's the trade show. Uh-huh. Was it, so it was just finding more lines. Yeah, finding no more antiquing, lines. No antiquing, I guess is what no I was antiquing. asking. No antiquing. Okay. No, we had like... We, we would always look and like <clears throat> toyed with like getting a t- container and yeah. doing all that. But I mean... It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So we got to do that. Got to travel, go to New York, you know, like do the whole thing. Really did the trade show stuff a lot, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. You know, it's it like... It seemed like you were like her right hand person yeah. or a protege or yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. It seemed... Yeah. We I had a great realized. relationship. She's an awesome woman. Um, and it was a lot of fun, but like just I kind of realized at one point that I kind of had gotten as far as I could go there and maybe I wanted to have my own thing or do something else or you know, just switch it up. So, so I left and then they ended up closing not that long after, not that it was me. It was just a bunch (laughs) of other things. And you know, I don't want to give myself that much credit. I just remember talking to Karen at the trade show. I want to speak for her, but you know, I think she was just 
time to be just yeah she was just been like there a long time yeah or, and yeah. she she really yeah it ran its course and it was awesome but she was just, just like enjoy yeah, yeah yeah things don't have to last forever which i think right. is like a good thing to keep in mind you don't have to do the same thing forever right. or hang on for anybody else if you don't want to right so um so i was able to open my own store which was kind of crazy and you know, like a pipe dream and that's really cool. Yeah. And it worked out. I was six months pregnant with Greta when I opened the store, wow. which was six years ago today. Wow. Yeah. Six Congratulations. Years. I had my shop birthday in my calendar and I you was do? like, wow, six wow. years. Um, so we opened and yeah, I don't know. It was an interesting change of pace. Like mm -hmm. I thought a lot of the lines that would, that did well at K Colette would work you know, for my store, but they didn't. It was just a different environment, different mm -hmm. feel. And I really did want to focus on finding like affordable things. I didn't want anyone to feel like they couldn't even walk in the store because yeah. everything was too expensive or out of reach or too precious. I wanted it to be very accessible and mm -hmm. a friendly place. Not that Kay Collette wasn't friendly, but, you know, just sure. a little more um, approachable, I guess. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I definitely see that and feel that, especially yeah. with the like, Maybe your colors. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I warm. They're warm. Yeah. They're bright and kind of fun. And mm -hmm. and like you said in your intro, what like kitchen kitchen craft. Kitchen craft. Yeah, we'll get yeah. more into that. You've just said so much. I want to I'm trying to Oh yeah. Okay. All I'll shut it. up if you want to. No, no, like, keep interject. talking. Okay. No, no, no. I'm um, not saying, yeah. Keep going with your story. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that's my story. So that was six years ago. And then, you know, we've just had to close for a little bit during COVID, which was so scary. I mean, for mm -hmm. everybody, but feels more normal now. We're out of it. I felt like that was actually a huge boost in business because people were really coming out for the businesses that they loved and they didn't want yeah. to see go away. So right. I felt like we were so supported That's cool. and it helped us like, you know, sustain and, um, yeah. So we're happy, happy to be here. Yeah. That's my story. <laughs> Your story is great. <laughs> oh, you got way more to story than that. Yeah. Well, so tell me a little bit, uh, <clears throat> You grew up on like the coast of Connecticut? Yes. Or? Yeah. In this like little village called Niantic. So I guess the nearest town that people would recognize would be Mystic area. Mm -hmm. Like okay. Mystic right Pizza. Yeah. yeah. Like the seaport. My parents still live in Niantic. Yeah. We sell the Mystic Knotworks. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. He's a cool guy. Oh, do you sell to Azalea too? No. Okay. She's yeah. in Niantic. She has a really cute shop. I feel like that might be a good, good fit for you guys. Okay. Actually. Yeah. Give good you that to know. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... And then you came up, you were just like naturally like a designer and you liked making your room pretty and everything. I guess, yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I always had that like entrepreneurial spirit too mm -hmm. because I was always like, I remember making these like little pouches out of remnant fabrics and like selling them at like the beach craft show. Like how old were you when you were I doing mean, that? I mean, I was probably, I was I was young. I was probably like 16 or okay. 17. Cool. I don't know. Yep. Kind of dorky, I guess. But <laughs> kind of, it's I funny. Don't How's that dorky? I don't know. So then I, I still will go home and there will be people who are like, I had my pouch and they show it to me and they right. are like, you know, this is the best. I'm like, thank you for hanging on to that oh, silly thing for that cool. long, you know. But yeah. um, I don't know. I always did like stuff like that. I just always had the drive to do my own thing. I guess I just didn't want anyone to be my boss. I wanted to be my own boss, I guess. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. But so... You go to this show, you make this thing, and like people bought some of it. Yes, so yeah. How, what did that feel like? That it must felt have been so, so good. Cool. I mean, it's like addicting. It's you know <laughs> what I mean. You're like, oh my gosh, I can make money and wow. sell these things, and you know, you're kind of like more, more, more a little so bit. So you like actually took like I don't know, it was leather or whatever, and you sewed it. Yeah, it was just cotton fabric, and I did like an accent ribbon. I worked for a tailor like growing up when I was oh, younger. Cool. So I worked at a tailor shop in town, and. Mm -hmm. 
would do alterations on, okay. you know, I mean, everything from like business suits, taking wow. jackets to like wedding dress, hems. You got skills and, then. Yeah, all that stuff. I mean, my prom dress, senior no year, way. like all that kind of thing. So that was always, yeah, cool. I don't know, the sewing. I was like, I can I can use my skills to make something and sell mm -hmm. it and go from there. So. so what was the school you went to? I went to University of Rhode Island mm -hmm. and it was the textiles merchandising and design program there. That's neat they even had one. I feel yeah, like I know. It I, was there maybe was maybe UMaine has one. That's where I went. But I know, I, don't I think wonder. So. There, there yeah. was not anything there was not a program like that in Connecticut. So <clears throat> okay. I had to go out of All state. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which was fine. And Rhode Island is beautiful, like Narragansett. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to live right. in a beach house with a bunch of friends like during you know, the school nice. year. And um, yeah, so it was like a really special place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. So you did your tenure there your, and then mm -hmm. I guess your, which has been great. Your focus has been solid. Yeah, it has. I yeah. mean, that's rare. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's why I'm, I think I'm most fascinated by that. Just right off the bat, you're, this, you're decorating your room and you're yeah. just... This is what I'm doing. I've always been into, yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like making a space is like such an important thing. It, it I don't know. It changes the whole mood in the room. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like um, the colors and the, just the feel of it. I don't know. It's always been, you want to like make your own little haven. You want it to be comfortable for yourself. You want right. to be cozy and I don't know, like, I don't know, just a kind of way to escape in your own little space, you know? I think you're describing it very well. Yeah. We were talking about at the rope company, like our like three customers, you know, the designers or retailers and then, you know, direct, uh, you know, consumers yeah. and thinking about um, like designers specifically, like yeah. what are they doing? Right. And I'm like, they are, I finally, I feel like I got the words out. I was like, they are creating feelings. In yeah. Each room. Like yeah, basically, I mean, point. it's beautiful, but yeah, you know, it could be, this was just a very peaceful room and this one's cozy yes. and this one's whatever. And now, especially like it went big for a while designing yeah. homes, like big space, which right. is cool. But now like we're getting back, we're going small again. Yeah. There's a reason we had small rooms at the yeah, get Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Maybe anything in between. So yes. you're like, I'm here in this space doing this thing. Yeah. I absolutely. Get this yeah. 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 I think that's important. That just popped up in my head. Yeah. No, that was really that. good. I like that. They but, are, yeah, um, Making feelings. But uh, yeah, so you, you went to college and then you came out <clears throat> and then you went right to Maine? No, so I was living in Newport, Rhode Island for a okay. little while, um, working at a baby boutique, like a high-end baby boutique, mm -hmm. which was really fun. I've always worked in retail too, like on the side, um, right. apparel or the baby boutique was really fun. Um, you know, like so happy and like yeah. just so fun to do that. And Newport's a really special place. I don't know if you've spent much time in Newport. I haven't spent a lot of time, just yeah. a, a couple of times on, on sales and things like that. But yeah. it, there's Newport and what's it in Providence. Yeah. So I've spent more time in Newport yes, just yeah. with a couple of our accounts there. Yeah. And they're yeah. really special. Yeah. It's um, kind of like Portland, but like much smaller. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. um, and, and I guess more nautically, like if you can get more nautical than Portland, but right. you know, I mean a little more preppy and whatever, sure. which is cool, but, um, yeah, really fun little place to be. And then, Left Newport, I just felt like, you know, all right, I've had enough of this. What's my next move? And I actually came to visit a friend who was going to grad school up here. Mm -hmm. Went to a concert. We saw Ray LaMontagne. Oh, wow. It was so, I mean, it was, yeah, it was 09 probably. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was like, wow, I really like Maine. I mean, growing up, I thought, like, what's up there? It's so cold, <laughs> right. you know? Like, 
Um, but it's not. It's not that much different than Connecticut, really, weather-wise. Especially if you're on the coast. Yeah, yeah, and it's so magical. It's like you can be to the beach in 10 minutes. You can be in the mountains in 25 minutes. You mm-hmm. can ski. You can bike. You can hike. You can do everything. Like, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, Portland has changed a lot since I've been here yeah. even. But, um, well, you know more than I do. But. Right. But it was cool when I came, and it's cool now. And <laughs> I feel like it's got to keep getting cool. I don't know how much cooler uh, right. it can get. But stay cool forever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. So you came to, <clears throat> so you're like, I want to move to. Yes. I, and it, it's the very most like unlauren thing I've ever done. Honestly, I called my friend who were, we're best friends from childhood. She was going okay. to UNE. Um, and I came up to visit. And then two weeks later, I was like, hey, I think I'm going to move to Portland. Is that cool? Because she was <laughs> looking for cool. a roommate. She oh, was okay. trying to find a place. I was like, I'm going to just come up there. And she was like, okay, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm sure. Let's just do it. So it's cool. Yeah. So I moved up and we rented a place in the West End. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. We just did that. And then eventually I met my husband. We moved out and this and that, but we're still really close and she lives. But you had to come up here and support yourself, right? So yes. What did, oh, so yeah. You, what did you do? What did I do? I worked um, for an interior designer in town, mm-hmm. um, kind of as a design assistant. Okay. So what does that mean? Um, it's like keeping the resource library organized, which is like not fun. Um, <laughs> what is the resource library? It's like fabric samples, um, countertop samples, tiles, okay. like colors. All samples from your vendors. All the samples from the vendors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dealing with the reps that come in to give you new stuff. Um, okay. And then I would be, it, it was the most fun I think was like installing install days. So we would be at these gorgeous homes and mm-hmm. you're just like making the house, you know, making the beds, putting everything together, mm-hmm. filling the cabinets, filling, you know, the bookshelves and making the space, which is like the most fun. Sure. And I met like some of my great friends doing that too, which was awesome. Um, so that was really fun, but I was, you know, interior designers are, are um, sometimes they're hard to work for. I guess when one creative is working for another. I think that's Maybe hard. that's it. Yeah. yeah. That it, anything, what I've, <clears throat> I'm not a natural creator, but I'm now, I'm around a lot of creators yes, all the time. Yeah. My wife's a creator, you know, but I am idealistic. Yes. And stubborn. Um, yeah. But, uh, so... Yeah, creative and creative. Like, there's got to be one person making the calls. Right. And they have this taste and vision and style. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they are an artist, essentially an artist, right? So yes. it's just like they're trying to paint this picture. And, you know, with your with somebody else's thoughts, it's like, no. That's how it yeah, works. exactly. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was great. I learned a lot and had a lot of really fun experiences and got to be in a lot of really gorgeous homes that, like, I would never be in, you know? Right. Um, setting tables with $500, like Baccarat gold, Man. you know, like wine glasses mm-hmm. and just ridiculously, you know, extravagant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I left there and then was kind of just surfing around looking for something else. I kind of left very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the opportunity at K Collette came up and, uh-huh. um, and it was perfect. I mean, I just, I was kind of sick of working in retail. I didn't That really was just a job posting you saw? No, I got it through um, Aaron, Fl- you know, Aaron Flett. Mm-hmm. She, I knew her, I don't even know how I knew her from. Probably through the interior design world, Yes, right? actually, yes. Yeah. Thank you. That's how I did. Um, she said to me, like, Lauren, I think this would be a really good position for you. And she oh, hooked she me up with it. the owners <clears throat> at the time. She probably sold there. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. They were meeting with her to do custom, a lot of custom yeah. pillows, which okay. was cool. So she put me in touch with them and then it just worked out from there. But cool. I was kind of like, you know, I don't want to go into retail again. I was kind of just burnt out from it because mm-hmm. it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, but here I am. I'm still in retail all this time later. <laughs> so. You started a store. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, uh, you know, it's all, you can have different experiences in every different place. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's what you make it to. Yeah. Really. And it's about the people around you and yes. their attitudes towards everything. Yeah. And, <clears throat> yeah. It can be, you know, whatever you want to make it. So, so you ended up cake. So what was your first kind of, how many people are at cake Gosh, I feel like, Ish. um, maybe like 12 to 15 at really? one point. Yeah. I mean, we had like, do you remember Megan um, Bolts? We had like an on-staff photographer. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we started pretty small and then we eventually took an off- office space upstairs. Wow. We're the photographer, graphic designer. I had an office up there. Karen had an office. Okay. And then we had all the girls on the floor, on the sales floor. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of part-timers, you know? Yeah. Um, but wonderful women who I'm still in touch with today because mm-hmm. they were all mostly long-term, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it grew to be a pretty big operation. Uh, everything was, you know, photographed in house. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Everything was beautiful, you know, beautifully done. Right. And, and we were doing that like artist series yes. where we would like go interview artists and mm-hmm. which was very cool. And yeah. I feel like almost ahead of its time, like it was kind of the start of when people were starting uh, yeah, to do Yeah, people do a lot of that now. Like, yeah. I guess we're kind of doing that here right. now. Right. But yeah. yeah, no, it. Yeah, that wasn't much of that going on then. I don't yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah. What was your, so what was your, I guess, yeah. What was your starting spot and kind of where you, yeah, or were you always have the same kind of, did you like progress in there at all? uh, Yeah. I mean, she hired me to kind of be like a store manager, kind of like a general manager, oversee everything. So I was spending some time on the sales floor. Mm -hmm. I was merchandising a lot. I mean, like putting displays together and, but I mean, also like receiving purchase orders, merchandise, like, you know, small business, you do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Karen, the owner had never been in retail before. She was more like, a um, she was an education prior to, she just had like this love of really beautiful things yeah. and wanted to create a space like that in Portland. Oh, cool. So it was kind of like, I kind of knew what I was doing. Co- she had sort the of. She had the vision yeah. and I was like, okay, I can help you with your vision. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm kind of that kind of person where I'm like, yeah, we can do that. Like whatever it is, right. we'll figure it out. Like you kind of fake it till you make it, I yeah. guess. And yeah, you definitely got to put things in motion. You can only have things. So, I mean, you can plan, plan is important, yes, but you yeah. just start doing it. Yeah. And I also am like, my husband always says I'm such a half-asser, like, but I'm like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like you just have to get it going to like get yeah. it started. And then you, you can do. like fine tune from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, you know, very pragmatic and like everything precise mm-hmm. in this. I'm just like, Everybody's come different. on, hurry up. Let's just do this. You know, like yeah. it's time. So yeah. I don't know. Definitely. It's, it's different. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that must've been about those. If you were the store kind of manager, that's probably what you were yeah. all the way through. How long were you there? I forget. I was there for, um, I guess I was there from 2012 to 2016, four years. Okay. Yeah, probably four years. Yep. Because I opened in 2017, my store. Okay. Um, yeah, so I started as a manager and then kind of Karen was like, well, I need somebody to come. I don't want to go buy alone. Like, and, mm-hmm. you know, you have the textile background. So come with me and we'll start doing this together. And mm-hmm. I was like, you want me to go to Paris? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, 
of course. Like, how could I ever say no to that? Right. You know? So, yeah. yeah. So that was amazing. Like, such an experience. What? Yeah. Was that like, your, what was your kind of favorite part of that whole I think, the, like, the travel and just, I, I don't know, the, I guess meeting people, like, at trade shows, just having conversations yeah. with, like, other creatives and... It's, I love to know the stories behind things like you, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm always interested. My, again, my husband always says like, you're like, it's like the Spanish inquisitions, like 50 questions immediately <laughs> off the bat. You have to know everything. Right. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just interested in people and how they do yeah. things and how you got where you are. And you know, it's all part of the story. So yeah, I, I probably get too deep on people too quick. I'm like asking them no, extremely I think personal it's good. questions it's like very how quickly. You relate like, to people too, you know, it's yeah. like how you reform. Like I'm just curious. I just yes. want to know you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Some people are quite, I mean, everybody's just different, that, different. That's yeah. all. And, and it's great. So yeah. What, uh, what were your, so your favorite thing was traveling and, and meeting the people. And I do yeah. agree, like, I thought when we got into what we're doing, like trade shows is going to be, like, Oh, I'm like, uh, traveling and exploring and doing it, but like s- there is a lot of great too, but like it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard work. I mean, I it was mean, exhausted. I thought I, I was going to like go see, you know, whatever. Oh, sightsee. No. Or do something. Yeah. I don't know what I, don't know what no I was time. thinking, but yeah. there was none of that. Well, you guys had, we had the easy job, like walking around, we get to pick what we like, <laughs> look at beautiful up. things. You yeah. guys, that's so set up hard. And take down. Yeah. But meeting the people is awesome. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just being able to really talk, see things in person, talk yeah. to people. Yeah. Is, but selling your product is really hard too. Like yeah. all day long. I mean, you're there from 9 a.m. to 6 mm-hmm. p.m., right? Like right. you have to be on. Mostly you're standing the entire day. Mm-hmm. Some shows are better than others. Like right. are you guys still doing shows? Yeah. You are? Yeah. Do you do shop or do you do? We did shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are and you doing it again? Atlanta. In, oh, in Atlanta you did it? No. Oh, no, the Atlanta. The Atla- yeah, America's Mart. Okay. Yeah, we just did shop one time. Everybody said this time it was slower than it had been. Yes, that's so, what I heard all over. Yeah, which I think everything is just a little slower than it has it's been. It's a weird so, time. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, so yeah, I mean, they all have their niche or, you know, their unique spots. You got to find the ones that fit you. Yeah. I don't know if we'll go back or not. I haven't made that decision. But, but I feel like the days of, like, New York now, like when you guys started doing shows, like. Yeah, we from what we were told, we got yeah. into shows basically at the end of the. Yes. Or, or the heyday. They'd already been. Yeah. yeah. Everybody came to shows yeah. to write orders. Yes. You know, and that's that's where you got your orders for the year. Right. So exactly. you better be walking out with a lot of Yeah, orders. a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, and, that, yeah, everything, the internet was taking over and. Right. Yeah, New York now was, that was intense. I don't know if oh you remember that. Gosh. But it yes. was just like, we got there and it was three big buildings. Yeah. They had just gotten rid of the piers. Oh, which were yeah. pretty big. Okay. And those buildings were full. And then like, I swear the next year, like one of the buildings wasn't full. Yeah. And then like the next year, another building. It was like Very that fast. Very fast decline. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the main building wasn't full. Right. And then, and then they, they were like, and then they done. combined two or three shows and it couldn't even be oh, full. Right, the station it was just like, yeah, yeah, it was, I well, don't, also, I I don't understand like, that. Yeah. With the internet, like up yeah, and you can sell your things online. Like you yeah, can make I, I all your money. That. Like you don't yeah. have to pay. They were charging an insane amount for yeah, these Yeah. It's booths. a lot of money. Yeah. And it's like, you can make that money by having your own website. But and, like, we all would have kept going there. I think a lot of people, but, the buyers are the ones that slowed up. Yeah. Coming. Like if the buyer's going to show up and place orders, great. Like yeah. I think there's a lot of value in that, even though it's a lot of time and effort and money to to see things in person. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think it's worth but it. Yeah, obviously. Sure. I wish they were cheaper, but yeah, <clears throat> a lot of times when they go 
where it's hard, especially like New York, was the uh, New York was like letting everybody in. Yeah. If they had a business card. Yeah. And people yeah. were personal, personally shopping yes, there. And that yeah. was a problem. Yeah. And that drove buyers and exhibitors right. like. I think that was a big reason a lot of people left. And yeah. it was it was getting insanely expensive. Yeah. Um, so that was that was hard, but Yeah. But yeah. Um so I was gonna ask you too, what else were what were some of your favorite parts like uh at school, you know, I you were a tailor. What was your yeah. what did you learn? What was your favorite part about being a tailor? I again I guess I could go back to the people. Like, I mean, seriously, it's just like meeting people, to, like what's your outfit for? Like what do we okay. having you know, like just learning the story behind what they were in for, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean yeah, I mean, I can't say like hemming pants is like a very exciting thing, you know? Right. But I mean, it's a good skill to have. So yes. um, <laughs> I love your skill set for what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, you've done, it sounds like you've done a little bit of everything of what you need to know. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's fun working with fab different fabrics, mm -hmm. you know, just different, again, like to the fashion piece, like seeing what labels were coming through and mm -hmm. how they're constructed, you know, like a Armani suit compared to like a men's warehouse suit. Like sure. so that part of it has always been very interesting to me too. And yeah. the quality of fabrics and how they react to heat and mm -hmm. which is kind of like the nerdy science part of it all. But um, right. that's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's interesting to know it all. Yeah. Every time you say the people, we had some uh, like training on uh, personality. Have you ever heard of disc disc personality? No. No. So there's, and I think it's mostly around communication styles, but there's D I S C. Mm -hmm. Um, so you're definitely a yellow eye. So it's very, very people oriented and it's more, um, extrovert. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> doesn't, ha doesn't have to necessarily be details or anything like that. Right. It's yeah. very just like feeling good. Let's go. And I love it. Have people around. Let yeah, it roll. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So I don't have to take the quiz now. You uh, yeah, just no, told me what I am. You're an eye <laughs> okay, all day. Awesome. Yeah. My mom is too. Oh, funny. Um, I'm a hard D, but, yeah. uh, <clears throat> but. So that's just, I just, it was just cool. Every time I asked you something, it was about the people. That's you so know? funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean, whatever, you know, there's a million personality yes, tests now yeah. and different things, but I think we love taking them as a team. Yeah. That's and really learning fun. more about each other and learning about yourself a little bit more, I guess. Or it's just like, okay, yeah. you, hopefully you're saying, yeah, I guess it, that is me. I know. How many people do you have? It's just five have? of us. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, that's really that, funny. I'm gonna, that, I'll take it and I'll report back. I'm sure you're right. Yeah, there's tons of free ones online. Yeah, that's um, fun. Of course, there's ones you could pay for that seem but We're not going to do that. They always no. end up being the same <laughs> There's same free result. available. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you um, talked a little bit about, you know, why you started mm -hmm. um, Fitz Bennett, Fitz and Bennett. Yeah. So can you tell, just get into that a little bit more, like, you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yes. Yeah. Right. For sure. You want to do your own thing. Um, but yeah, tell me a little bit more like your vision and yeah. and how that happened too. I mean, to yeah. take all that on, you know, did you, I mean, just on how the practicality side yeah. of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, I love the entrepreneurial aspect. Like you said, I love the people. So there was a time where I was like, do I start like a collaborative of main makers or like small makers? Kind of like remember aesthetic movement back in the day when they just had like you know, it wasn't ma as massive as they are now, but they had a couple cool, really cool lines that they repped. Okay. Um, and it was very curated, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so you got a certain feel when you went to their showroom right. or their booth or whatever. And it was kind of, you know, 
like shopping at, at a store that was already curated for you. Sure. So I was like, maybe I try and bring all these brands together and do something like that. But like, what does that really look like, you know, and how, and then I'm taking another cut of your money that you could be making. And that doesn't seem fair either. You mean basically just sign up for the aesthetic movements line? Sort of. Yeah. I mean, not just that that kind of thing, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the other part of like the wholesale side of things where like, I'm not a huge fan of reps, which is, I mean, there are some really. So everybody knows listening, aesthetic movements is a rep group. Is a rep group. Yes. And reps. Sell, yeah. yeah, they sell for smaller brands who mm-hmm. might not have the exposure. Manufacturers, yeah. Yes, and they um, cover a certain, you know, geological area or whatever. Yeah, um, the, yeah, they're national. But yes, yeah, they're they have, huge. They yes. have a rep in each in area. each territory. Yeah, if you yeah. sign up with aesthetic movements, you have yeah everything covered exactly, which is very cool and yeah. appealing for small brands, I'm sure. But yeah, um, it, yeah, they all have all this stuff has its pros and its cons. It does, yeah. But yeah. again, like with the internet so hot and Instagram, like there's mm-hmm. so many ways for small makers to get out there on their own. So yeah. that kind of thing kind of seemed like maybe it was fading away. So yeah. I was like, I guess with my skills, I know how to run a store. Like I have tons of retail experience. I know how to do these things. Like, okay, maybe I should do it. And um, my husband really pushed me to just oh, go great. for it, which was awesome. What's his name? Nick. Nick. Yeah, he's amazing. He's pro- the reason I have this store, honestly. He was cool. like, work, let's Nick. figure it out. Yeah, he did a good job. Um, he's like, let's figure it out. And then it's like, oh my God, that's so much money that you need to, you know, where is this money going to come from? <laughs> well, that's what I was where saying. Where is it going to come from? Yeah. Things, yeah. Um, we didn't have any kids then. Um, well, we were, had one on the way, but right. you know, for a long time it was like, is this going to happen? Is this not going to happen? Like mm-hmm. it's never the right time to do something again, back to that person that but you just have is. to do it, but, but it yeah. always is. So, <laughs> so we kind of just went around to a couple of banks and said like, okay, here's, here here's our, our vision. Yeah. Here's our vision. Here's my bit. Bu- I had to write a business plan. I was going like to say, yeah. Did they make stressful? Yeah. yeah. And I thought I was doing a terrible job and the guy was like, this is amazing. This is a great business plan. Right. I was like, okay, cool. That's, that's but great. you know, you have to like assess your people who will be your um, competitors essentially. Yep. And you know, market research in your area. And it really does make you question like, Oh my God, is this going to work? Like, yeah. and a friend of mine had, who owns a store also in Portland was like, you know, don't worry about all the other stuff. She's like, this is the inside of your head. And like, that's the inside of their head. And it's right. always going to be different. Mm-hmm. So, and there's room for everybody really. And we have such great shopping in Portland, like mm-hmm. amazing home, great fashion. Like, yeah, it's very cool. And I really do think there's room for everyone. So I'm glad I didn't like let that stop me being like, yeah. I'm not good enough. Nobody's going to like me, which like sometimes <laughs> I still feel that way. You know, we, know all we all do. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a bank loan by the grace of God. And, um, we did a lot of the construction ourselves. My husband is like a DIY, you know, loves to like build and do that kind of stuff. So we ripped that place apart. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was a bank office, the location that we're at like Wes and Sarah or so, I mean, like that level, not that, I don't, yeah, yeah, not that level. I mean, they, well, yeah, I mean, they're really very talented for sure. They are talented. And, um, yeah. So we did, you know, we did our version of that, I guess, <laughs> okay. sort of on the smaller, yeah. on the brick and mortar yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, you really just want to kind of create like a white box for these brands to, to shine in. And again, like you have to create little spaces within and like, I like everything sort of, I merchandise by color. So it's like making sure you have all this stuff that's going to mm-hmm. kind of work together in one space and merchandise within. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, or build space within you set or Um, Oh, like just create little. Yeah. You're building spaces within. Yes. Within. That's what you said. Um, So when we, when we rented the space, when we saw the space. Does that mean like shelving? 
Shell, yeah, some shelving, and like he put up a big, you know, separating wall that's now half as our back room, but it's essentially the end of the, you know, the store. Okay. Um, but we have two side two sides of the building are windows, like rows of windows, because we're on the corner, so we have amazing natural light, which is mm. great. So you're in this place that you originally started. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's we, an awesome. Spot. Yeah, it's an awesome spot. And when I looked at it, I was like, this is weird. Like, and we're also kind of on the outskirts of, you know, we're on the corner of um, Silver and Milk Street, mm-hmm. which, you know, across from the Crooked Mile, but we're just away from Exchange Street and just up from Commercial Street, which are like the two big, right. busy areas. So I was like, okay, well, it might just take a little while for people to find us. And they did eventually. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like you can sneak a little bit on parking over here. You can, you know what right. I mean? It's not crazy busy. We don't get a ton of foot traffic, which mm-hmm actually has been great. I don't think I'd be able to handle all the foot traffic and the looky loos and people who are just, I was going to say, yeah, not all the foot traffic. Yes. And the cruise ship people. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, they need to be more intentional to show up with it, but man, that like the cobblestone and and the architects around when I dropped stuff off at Witten, I was like, whoa, there they are. Yeah. Wow. That's a sweet, that's a cool spot. Really cool spot. Yeah. Thanks. So it's really worked out and I love it there. We just, and it was big. Yeah. Yeah. It's much bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems tiny. I feel like we're bursting at the seams sometimes, but I am like, that's how it always is. Yeah. I'm a lobsterman. Yeah. You get a bigger boat and you're like, this I is know. just a little bit bigger. I'd be just right. Uh, yeah. And then you Isn't get that, that one and you're like, crazy. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we can fill up any space really. Mm-hmm. But um, it's been great. We just signed another five years, like I guess last year or something. Mm-hmm. So we'll be there for another five. And then mm-hmm. hopefully we don't get priced out of Portland because it's getting <laughs> expensive, you right. know. But it's a great spot. Now everybody's got to go up. So yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, all good. Exactly. So you started this. Mm-hmm. You got it going. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just yeah. So it just you're like man, I think I can I can do this. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And you picked the store because you had retail skills and and yeah. so what was the. I guess you've talked about the inspiration a little bit, but like yeah, and why not go. Um, yeah, do more designing or yeah. not that you're not designing in a store. Yeah, but, but I don't like have that. like the technical technical skills to go to say like I'm a designer and you know mm-hmm. what I mean or a decorator even. Um, and also that's, I feel like a really hard thing because you're working one-on-one with someone and like they really have to trust your vision <laughs> or like it's not going to work out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That would just be really hard. I feel like bending over to like help somebody get there. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're a creative and you're an artist, it's like you want to do your thing, you know, and you just want these people to love your thing and that's it. So I felt like with a store, I could do a bunch of different things and have like high end stuff and have the lower price things and have vintage and have new Mm -hmm. and just a mix of everything Mm -hmm. that I always feel like anyone can walk in and find something for someone like, or for themselves. Like I like to think that everybody can find something that they like and that they can afford too. Like that's really important to me. Yeah. Cause I don't like to be, I don't like to walk into a store and feel like, oh my God, like I shouldn't be in here or, you know what I mean? Like I you're do. less than or whatever. Like, my dad used to make us like stand against the wall. If we would go into a <laughs> shop, he's like, stand here and be quiet. Like, don't say anything. Yeah. Um, and that was like, you know, I mean, I don't want anyone to have to do it with their kids in my shop because yeah. I have kids. And so we I have little, some places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, and like, don't touch the ceramics or like put your sticky fingers on yes. things and that's fine. But we have a little kid section and I have like little toys and stickers and I'm always just trying to like distract so that their parents can shop too, because Mm -hmm. like it's hard to go shopping with your kids. I know, you know, it's tough. And if you just need something quick, you want to make sure your kid is distracted in a nice way. 
Yeah. So what was your, your, your vision for the store? You know, why'd you pick retail? Yeah. And you were getting into, um, yeah, you didn't want the store to be so like you couldn't, people yeah. couldn't, couldn't I wanted it to come be in. Yeah, accessible, friendly, like we're I just approachable, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I'm want to make sure that the girls who work at the store too are, you know, outgoing and want to have conversations and, yeah, because we do get like the husbands, the boyfriends who like begrudgingly come in, you know, but then they like it, you yeah. know, and they're like chatting with us and they're like, this is a nice, you've got a nice place here. And we're like, thanks. You know, I love to like change <laughs> minds like that. Yeah. So you get started. Yes. And you said, I thought, you know, some stuff from K Calais would sell really well, you know, yeah. there's different lines and you figure out what's start, what's not working. Yes. Yeah. So can you kind of go through that like process as a yeah. You know, as a retailer, as an entrepreneur and just yourself yeah. and like figuring that out, like, yeah, you know, and how you've progressed and. Yeah, it really is about, I mean, the, I hate to use the word vibe because I feel like it's really overused, but the vibe in the store and, mm-hmm. you like know. the ethos. Yes, exactly. And okay. if something feels a little off and you're questioning it as a buyer, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, maybe it's just not going to work. You know, I guess like trust your, I just try to trust my gut. Mostly I just pick out things that I really like and things that I would put in my own home. Okay. There are occasionally some things where I'm like, I probably wouldn't buy this for myself, but I, re- I know that people are going to love it and okay. it's cute and I know it will sell. So we'll throw that in there, you know? So you know your customers. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. You have to like look at the reports and, and read the numbers cause that's where the truth is. You know, like you can, <laughs> so true. you can love think, something so much yeah. and nobody else likes it. So right. it sucks, but you got to get rid of it. You well, know? We design products. Yeah. Hannah and I are going through colors and whatever. We're picking yeah. them all out. I'm like, well, okay. Here. It's like always the line of, we think this is really cool. Yes. Yeah. It's like, is anybody going to buy that? I know. It's so hard. And you don't know until you start testing things that are yeah. adjacent to that, or you just bite the bullet and do it. And mm-hmm. and then maybe you have to put it on sale. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. That's how it goes. Yeah. The the thing that sticks out to me in this conversation, this mm-hmm. just popped into my head. One time we went to America's Mart, you know, mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. And uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was going to be a speaker there. Oh my gosh. And uh, so... I held down the booth while Renee went and, yeah, and sure. saw, and I was I was Good excited man. for her to go. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we were just starting to kind of figure this out too. Like, like we want to do color. We right. want to show. It's not about showing people that we can do design and be creative, but it's just what we like to do. You yeah, know, Hannah absolutely. wants to do color and, and do all these Play different around. things. Yeah, yeah, but then you make color and it doesn't sell right. a lot, right? So, like yeah. she said, I think she was talking about a shoe line or something she designed. She was like. We all know the neutrals are going to sell the most. Yeah, absolutely. That's all there is to it. We know mm-hmm. those are going to be the ones that are going to basically pay for everything and making money. But like, yeah. we need to do the colors and the pops and the design, the unique stuff. That's what draws people in and yeah, show absolutely. show people kind of what you can do. That's so uh, true. Maybe I just uh, don't quote me on her on the, no, but that. That was the general great. yeah idea, I think, and that was like. It's true. I've remembered that ever since. I mean, you see like a pop of orange or like, you know, against like a sage or whatever. You're like, ooh, like it excites your eye and you want to mm-hmm. like gravitate towards it. And whether that's what you pick or another one in the line that's more neutral, which is probably what you're going to pick. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. It really does bring people in, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And it creates a certain feeling. I mean, yeah. I think there's some places that like major in color, Yeah, but they've really hit some niche and people come to them yeah. for that. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you, so you said some things didn't work yeah. out at first. Yeah. So obviously I guess they just don't sell, but like, yeah. what was that kind of process? Like, what did you, what did you th- 
like, what did you think you were going to be? Because that's what you bought items for. Yeah, yeah. And what did you end up kind of end being? being or, yeah. Or, I mean, I guess I thought it would be more like home decor. Like you would come in and you would buy like new pillows for your couch or you okay. would buy a new coverlet for your bed or because we sold a lot of that stuff at K. Colette. Mm-hmm. Um, more, you know, larger pieces to decorate your home. Yep. Um, and that just wasn't working. You know, I was selling a ton of books and like cutting boards and... Okay candles and lotions and smaller items that people were gifting to other people, bringing as a housewarming gift, um, wedding gifts, mm-hmm. um, or a little treat for themselves or a little treat for somebody else or whatever. Um, and so I just was like, okay, I need to lean more into those things because that's what's working. Okay. And I still do. We still sell pillows and really beautiful throw blankets and some larger items too. Mm-hmm. And artwork is huge. I mean, art is a massive seller for us. Okay. Um, we started with Sarah's paintings mm-hmm. on the wall. You do, um, as you sell any originals there? Uh, yeah. When we first okay. started, it was all originals. Um, we were her first retail location, cool. which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and over the years, it's become, you know, when she first started doing prints, we were like, you know, she's like, I don't know, is this going to work? I'm like, I don't know, let's see. Well, guess what? It works. It works. People yeah. love prints. I mean, we sell them all like, all day long. Yeah. They're beautiful. Her work just like connects with people. Yeah. Um, and it's quality. And like, it's quality. She's making quality prints. Totally. Yeah, yeah she's she really is. putting out pieces of paper. Yeah, and they yeah. look, they just really go with the store very well. The I colors are beautiful. I think it's so cool that she makes them. I didn't realize that. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot that's, of work. Yeah, that's awesome. A lot awesome. going on over there. Yeah. Um, so artwork has been huge and I like, you know, because she's from Maine, people love a Maine product, which another thing I didn't think I would be so Maine focused. I mean, I did, but you know, I thought I would have some things sprinkled in from Maine artisans here and there, Yeah. but it's become a huge part of the business because okay. people love it. And I love to support local mm-hmm. businesses as well. Of course, bonus, if you're like a mom or like, you know, like I love you and your wife, that's, you know, she's oh, a mom you. supporting you guys, she is a mom, yeah. you know, um, But I don't know. I just, there's something about, yeah, like hearing the stories, people come in, they're visiting from away. They want something from Maine. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily want a crafty or like folky type craft that you would normally find at a craft fair. And that's the stuff that I kind of avoid because it just doesn't go with our aesthetic, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Finding that balance between kitchen craft. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's hard about kitschy or whatever, if, you know, some People come to Maine, they want to bring something back yeah, from Maine absolutely. or wherever they go. Yeah. Find, find the nice, right things that people like, but yeah. do it in a classy way, you know. Yeah. They're just like, I don't want to buy that. Just like, right. like I kind of like that saying, but it's really like cheap. And yeah, just, like, exactly. It's yeah. literally just like words thrown on the cheapest thing. Yeah, they can exactly. Put yeah. I mean, we don't, we <clears> don't want to be like home goods or like, you know what I mean? Like all that kind of stuff, but you want it right. to feel like special, but like, fun. I don't know. It's, and I mean, we miss the mark sometimes, you know, like not all these things work out. Oh, yeah. That's part of Yeah. Life. It's just the way it is. Yeah, or people business. really, there's just, everybody wants like a Portland magnet or like something, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, well, that's, I'm sorry. You can go back down to commercial street for that. Like that's right. just, you're not going to find that up here mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like I don't have to fill that space right. for those people. Um, but you know, we'll have something else for, for them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So we try to support main brands and do it in that way, I guess. That's cool. Yeah. I guess we talked about it a little bit, but like, how'd you end up finding your niche um, here in Portland? And uh, 
what were some of the challenges? I guess you've talked about quite a bit of, of that already. But yeah. Can you, is there any more to elaborate yeah, on? Yeah, I just anything? feel like, I mean, time, it takes time, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, you can't like open your doors and expect everybody to come running, you know? I mean, I'm like, I'm no one. Nobody knows me. It was kind of like, you know, a lot of these brands or stores now start, you know, with an online shop or they do pop ups or something like that first. And it's a really good way to like build an audience and, and, uh, you know, foundation, and then they open up a shop. Like, mm -hmm. that's a great idea. You, yeah. People should do that, you know? How does the pop-up thing work? I, I always, I, like, I've, people have said, hey, you should do a pop-up, yeah. you know, a little bit. I don't know. I mean, it, it's a hit or miss sometimes, really. Yeah. Um, uh, it depends. It's got to be, have you guys ever done Thompson's Point or anything like that? We've never done any pop-ups. You should. Zero. So that's, like, more of a maker's market. But it's, mm. like, a cool kind of curated um, thing. I feel Is like you guys would Maine? do really Thompson's well. Point? Yeah, Thompson's Point over, like, by Bissell, you know, mm -hmm. in South Portland there. Okay. Um, they have a lot of, like, near, do you know near Native Candles? I've heard of them. Okay, she's know. awesome too. So a lot of local makers go and you just sign up for, you know, I mean, I think you can sign up for a couple shows. You can do the whole season. Um, and people, a ton of people go to shop and buy things. So that might be worth. And that doesn't bother if they have mm. other like accounts there. No, no, like I don't that. think so. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing I think like territory protection is tough because there are so many little shops in Portland right? and we're all like fishing from the same pond essentially. <laughs> it would be, it's hard. It's harder it's in areas hard, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, but I don't like little markets like that. Don't. If anybody ever figures that out, let me know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I don't think anybody on will. your end or on. Yeah. Or, or and I mean, I think the there's people who end. really care and really care about holding territory for every little thing that they have. And then mm -hmm. there's other people who are just like, I don't know. I feel like again, back to that point, like this is the inside of my head. That's the inside of your head. Yeah. You create your space. You have your own customer. Everything's going to be a little bit different. Like mm -hmm. if we share some things, fine, whatever. You know what right. I mean? I don't know. I try yeah. not to get too like up in a huff about. Too worked up. Yeah. Yeah. I know it gets it gets kind of weird. If everybody knows what, I'm what we're talking about, just yeah. in retail locations, <clears throat> or retail in general, like there's a certain amount of product in the store, and they've you know like they want. Lauren has selected. Or manufacturers and stuff you're going to sell and you know you want to be unique so yes. try not to overlap or things like that with similar products yeah you but, can have uh, like zip code like right protection so as a manufacturer or... we can protect basically right. all we want or not want you know everybody right. goes from being super protective to like you know we don't we don't protect at all right exactly <clears throat> so uh yeah i think it's i feel like the bigger your line is the less yeah. protect. It's just like, hey, we have a lot of things. Yeah, you can all like, choose. Yeah, choose. Totally. If you want to be unique, then choose something else. Yes. Like, oh, exactly. but those are my best sellers. Well, it's like, yeah. I just, you know, we, we love to help, but um, we have us, we we have less right now. Yeah. So we, we do all we can. We do. We want people to stay unique. Yes. And yeah. like, not it's not in every shop, and we want the right partnerships. So we. We actually, we really don't just like take orders anymore. Good, we you like, kind of vet them. We Yeah, but we just, we want it to be a partnership. We want to make sure right. it's going to work. We don't want anybody to just order one time. Right. And like it didn't work out good for them. Yeah, Like exactly. I don't want them to come back the next year and say, we, you know. Didn't Yeah, we still got a couple left that yeah. act like they did a good job when really I'm like, well, that was a waste of your time and no, money. Well, and a waste of your time too, because you could have been selling somewhere else. Making well, I mean, money, it was one order you know? for us, I guess, right. but like. Yeah, we, we don't want to do that. Yeah, we want you're to right. make sure that it's a 
a good fit. We don't want to waste their money, time, space, yeah. whatever it is. So partnership is a good word to describe it. Yeah, yeah. that's what we try to find. Um, yeah. we don't. How many stories? It's are hard in? though when somebody tries to order stuff and you're like, it uh. is really hard. And with <laughs> fair, are you guys on fair at all? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other. I feel like. Um, that's hard because do you have zip code protection on fair? Yeah, I'm not sure what or we not. have set up yeah. there. I think we kind of do. Because that's a tough one because it's like anybody it's can weird. order. Yeah. You could, you know, somebody could be ordering for themselves. Yeah. So it's just like. I've always been on the fence about fair. My team had to kind of bring me along there. Yeah. But. I mean, I think it's a really great, it was so It's helpful. a great idea. Yeah. And during COVID, like yeah. when shows weren't going on and it's you awesome. needed to find some things. Well, like but, we make stuff here. Mm-hmm. in Maine yeah. by hand quality stuff with rep groups and all these things. The yeah. percentage that they take is just, it's too Outrageous. much for us. Yeah. yeah and then absolutely. also we want to be represented a certain way. Yes. And which fair is just a platform. That's fine. And they have, they make things. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It looks like really they they nice. do a good job. Yeah. Um, but uh, like a rep group, I don't know what that guy, every yeah. person in a rep group, what they're going and saying to other people, Absolutely. like they are represent, they are the face of our company. Yeah, like, we just decided we're going to do that all that internal. Plus, that's just, good. I feel like to ha- you almost have to like make a product knowing you're going to have a rep and take that huge cut out of it. Right, exactly. Like, I mean, really it changes expensive. the price. I feel like the, the percentages are literally set up for people that are have always brought stuff from overseas Yeah, to, that are fair. used to those margins. Yes, I think you're right. I yeah. think it's just like, well, everybody, this is no big deal. Right. 15, you know, whatever it I is. I think things are changing and I try to, I want to talk to the owner of a company. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk to a rep who's like showing me all of their lines. Like, let me show you what I've got in my bag of tricks. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I want you to bring me lines that, you know, are going to work in my store that go with my aesthetic. Like, don't bring me things that you know, if you thought about it for two minutes, would not fit with my store. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's like, put a little thought into it. And I want to talk to the owners and give them all my money instead of like breaking off a big chunk of it for yeah. somebody else. It's not fair. Right. I do try to uh, even buy anything now. Yeah. I try to go like online. Direct. I try to buy direct yeah, from them. Absolutely. I mean, it might be more expensive. Yeah. I mean, if it's like ridiculous yeah. and I'm like, I got to make a call. On, I know. Yeah, absolutely. On well, because what I'm worried about is like, we all know, you know, if you go to Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart, whatever, like if you get a brand name there, yeah, it's not the same thing. No. Yeah. It's a specific line for them. Yeah. Yeah. They made a like, Hey, how about getting into this price point? Right. It's a lesser yeah. quality thing. Like yeah. you get stuff on Amazon now, it's the same way. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm a little bit like, okay, it's that much of a difference. Right. So I got to exactly. really think that over. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it is, it's, it's nice to go. Um, direct, but I'm sure there's great. I know there's great. If you had a great rep that really cared yes. about you, yeah, would look it course. over. Yeah, you know, absolutely. so I'm sure you have some good ones out yes. there. That yeah, really I'm sure there are you. great ones out there. Yeah, like hey, I have something that is great for you. Not gonna show and, the whole line every yeah, time. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, just finding the right person. Yeah, so let's uh, <clears throat> get into uh, quality a little bit. Yeah, we love you know this podcast is basically about quality and mm-hmm. timeless design and main, which we've all been hitting on all these things. But yeah, tell me like what. Uh, quality means to you and and maybe maybe to your store specifically yeah um, just in in general what are your kind of thoughts yeah quality I mean handmade items I feel like are always you know better quality for sure than like something that's made in a factory you know somewhere who knows Mm. what's going on um so we try to you know as often as we can handmade ceramics um you know the fabrics that are used I mean I feel like that's a huge piece of quality too Mm -hmm. um you know, certain thread counts, certain types of threads, certain, okay. um, 
you know, materials used in blankets and, um, you know, that are going to withstand the test of time, like that you, I don't know, like being someone who's at home with my kids, like I want right. I want something nice that I can throw in the washer and maybe the dryer that's not going to fall apart or like get all nasty after, you know, a couple washes. Right. So it's important, you know, you have to invest a little bit more money into that kind of thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, those are important pieces to, you know, spend your money on. And, and then like, sometimes I feel like the trendy little things that, you know, you just want to like grab a quick, even like Halloween decorations or something, you know what I mean? You want to grab a quick little thing. Like, doesn't have to be the most expensive thing right. ever, you know, probably the kids are going to break it anyway. That's so, true. you know, maybe you can skimp a little bit there, but, um, yeah. but you know, the more, I feel like natural fabrics are always better. They wash and wear better than anything that has a synthetic in it. So 100% cotton pillows, you know, quilts. We have some gorgeous, um, hand block printed. So items. natural thing, those things, I mean, I should know this, but yeah. I don't. so natural fabrics wash and wear better than I than... think so. Oh, because over time, like the synthetic stuff breaks down, you know yeah. what I mean? And so if I you didn't have, realize that. yeah, so I mean, don't I quote me, I'm pretty positive. Well, that I'm that's just the saying way in, your, in your use, that's what you've yes, seen. Yeah. That's what I've seen. Yeah. And that's what I, you know, hundred percent, I try and do like hundred percent cotton or, that's great. you know, whatever. Um, because it does, I mean, of course, like depending on the thread density, like things can wear through, they sure. can become threadbare, but like overall, those are the things that are going to, you kind of have a thread count standard in your head. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But then it's like, what's that thread mixed with, you know right. what I mean? And that's where things get, people are like, I have to have these 400 thread count sheets. It's like, well, if that thread is garbage, then it's not going right. to, you're going to be sweating all night and you're not going to feel good. And these are not going to, you know, they're going right. to kill and do all that. So I always feel like natural, natural fibers are like where it's at, like mm-hmm. what I gravitate towards the most. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that kind of thing I think is important. Yeah, reality, definitely. So that helps answer your question. Yeah, no, it does. The, yeah. I mean, as you talked about, like something that just stood out when you were saying that was, you know, quality, and as a mom, like things that I can just throw in and it's going to last and wear well. But yeah. And then talking about the thread counts, like, yeah, that's a great, that's a high thread count. But like, if it's not with this nice material, you're literally going to sweat all night. Yeah, exactly. I like, feel like that people is not get good. Very, I do not like sweating no, when I sleep. No, God, no. I need it cold. I need it like 65 right. degrees. I feel like um, people get very like the high numbers people think are the better things in life mm-hmm. or, you know, um, and, and then thinking about quality with candles and fragrances. And I mean, for how long were we all like poisoning ourselves with these like Yankee candles <laughs> just in our homes, making everything black with, you know, whatever was in them. It's like, that's an important thing. You want to like spend good money on beautifully made handmade candles too. Um, what is a good candle? That are like soy or cocoa, coconut wax. Um, they have like a really even burn, a low burn temperature. Those so are natural, natural, materials. yeah, more natural, you know, mm. without all the chemicals and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So just the more natural, the better, like in fabrics, in candles, in, you know, I mean, it's certainly like skin products and everything, um, right. which is like hard for us in the U S because the, there are not a ton of, um, rules about, right. you know, what's on the market. So, um, but that's important too. We try and carry really nice hand creams and body lotions and mm-hmm. things that are safe for us and for the earth. That's important. Yeah. And as you talk about natural stuff, it just makes you, you know, think of timeless. That, yeah. Yeah. Timeless. And that blend of quality and timeless. Yeah. We, we yeah. talk about on here, but 
Yeah, the things that last forever, like, and the things that you probably have something from your grandparents or whatever, you know, that Mm -hmm. you've had forever. That's a natural fabric because they didn't have anything that wasn't natural back then, you know, that's just still kicking. Yeah, it just worked. It's like back to basics, you know, it doesn't have to be so complicated. You know, so what at this point, what does Maine mean to you? Yeah, um, Maine is just, I'm so comfortable here. Like, it's my family, like, the Mm -hmm. community is so wonderful. There's so much cool stuff going on. It's like, you know, I love all the ages in Maine, like the kids that are growing up in Maine. I love, you know, people who are our age just doing really cool stuff, Mm -hmm. like having young families and starting businesses and just, you know, like restaurants and stores and eateries and all that, you know, just making, just changing things, you know, from what they were at one point, which is, I'm sure there's some really great things that are still hanging around, but it's just, you know, new blood, new life, breathing new life into the area. And, mm-hmm. um, and then the older generations are pretty awesome too. Yeah. Um, my dad is spent a summer here, like in the seventies or something. He lived here in the seventies and then they have a, him, his family, him and his brother had like a hunting camp up, up in Cutler. Okay. Um, so up he has, yes. Yeah. So he has ties to Maine. Yeah. Um, you know, but we never came here as a kid. So it kind of was like, you know, when I moved up here or when I first came up here and he was like, oh, we have a place up in Cutler. and I was like, what? Like, I didn't know that, you know, I right. felt like I had been robbed. Like, what do you mean you have a place yeah. in Maine? And like, not that we're going to go spend our time at this, like raggedy old hunting camp, right. but like, you know, what's this all about? Tell That's me the story. Ways. Yeah. It's yeah. a long way. So it's like, there's just a story behind everything. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just beautiful here. Like the a story behind everything. Yeah. I feel like there is. And that's what, I mean, kind of like at the store, I love to tell the story behind everything too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what are I'm some of your favorite here. stories of, uh, things in your store? Oh gosh. Um, I love, so we carry this really beautiful line called Jamini and she, they're based in Paris. She, the owner is from India, mm-hmm. but actually her, um, mother-in-law lives in Brunswick, Maine, okay. which is like wild. I think I saw the line. I don't know how I came across it. Maybe at a trade show in Paris or okay. something. Um, and just loved it for years. But you know, so I reached out when I was opening the store and she mm-hmm. was like, yes, we would love to be in Maine. We're not in Maine, but like my mother-in-law is in Maine. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, it's just crazy. The weird connections that you make, you know? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, that's like not even, uh, part of like their story to me, but it's a story to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It that's what's really cool. feels like everybody has a little connection to Maine or mm-hmm. in some way or another, yeah. at least a lot of people that we talk summer to. Summer camps. Yes. Yeah, summer camps. One. Oh my gosh. Such a big one, which is like a whole other world to me. I'd love to hear about summer camps. <laughs> and then as a parent, I'm like, that sounds like heaven, like sending your kid away and they they have to be outside playing. They yeah. don't have access to any sort of like, you know, like tech at all like that sounds amazing Mm -hmm. you know I mean the price tag is like a whole other thing to to be discussed but it sounds awesome I just feel like so lucky that my kids get to grow up in such a magical place and where everybody sends their kids to go yeah exactly yeah Yeah. and we have like we call them like outdoor kids like you know they just want to be outside all the time that's great starting at like six in the morning when we get out of bed you know Benny's like I want to go outside I'm like it's dark and it's cold and like (laughs) we gotta eat you know yeah um but it's just an awesome place so I love like you know all those sorry I got off topic but like you you know just I don't know all the stories behind things and Um, yeah, the connections back to Maine in some way. Lots of story yes. and connections. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's, uh, it's, it's really neat. I <clears throat> usually, you know, I think about Maine. Yeah. Or other, I, th- th- it does end up being a story. Yes. And I might not say that. Yeah. But, uh, 
it might not be the first thing they point out. It might be more like geographical or yes, you know, yeah. something about the landscape or something like yeah. that. But uh, essentially, they're all our stories because yeah, um, we're in it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we have this really cool book at the store um, by this photographer named John Duncan. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen it, but it's called Take It Easy. And it's photographs of Portland and Maine in the 70s. Just this beautiful book of all of these photographs and mm-hmm. people from the 70s, just from his travels and his experiences. And they are just beautiful. And he writes little stories about who the people are, whether they were strangers to him or if they were important people to him. He writes about it in the book and um, it's just like a gorgeous, you know, thing. And he's really sweet. He's local. Anytime I get a shipment of books and he will come in and sign like all 24 of them. And he writes like, hope you enjoyed this book. And he spends like two hours like chatting with us and telling us more stories about Maine and like all of these things. And that's just it. I love it. It's like community. That's awesome. Yeah. It's just so fun and, you know, makes you feel good. Yeah. And then you get to go home with a story and tell your people about yeah. it, you know? So yeah, the story it's fun. Is, is huge, just connection. Yeah. Um I was just thinking, oh, I was gonna ask you, is is Nick from Maine? He is. He's from Wiscasset. Wiscasset? Yes. Um, how old is he? He is you kill me. He's forty one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So well, I was worried because I played sports oh, against Wiscasset yeah, yeah. pretty hard. So yeah, like, how old guy? you're young though. You're like 30. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Yeah. He was into tennis and we, um soccer and uh but you're younger. I was into so- I'm thirty five. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. So you guys missed each other. Yeah. 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 But uh yeah, in high school we battled Wiscasset oh, pretty that's hard. Funny. Uh, George, wait, George's you... Valley was like everybody was our number one enemy. Oh, okay. I gotcha. think we were just very physical. Right, sure. You just come out swinging. I <laughs> guess. I don't know. That's so kind funny. of rough you know, I don't know if it's because of a, it's kind of a lobsterman type crowd yeah, totally. or something, but yeah. we were yeah. physical and it was just like, it seemed like every time we were playing somebody, it was like arch enemy number one. It oh was very God. weird. That's I, so funny. All that boy energy. Maybe, that maybe that's how everybody energy. took out. Yeah. But I know like that's how other places thought about us showing yeah. up. Yeah. Well, and that's what, again, like back to the stories, like I love that Maine is like the juxtaposition of like these beautiful, like well-kept summer homes from these for right. these people who come from away. And then like, but then like the people of Maine are known as like rugged and like, you know, um, I don't know. There are so many descriptors I feel like go around <laughs> yeah, and then people and always talk about, yeah, the yeah. Maine accent and all, which I feel like I don't hear very often, honestly. Oh yeah. You're not further. I mean, you probably hear it a lot. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. Or on the, or on the radio listening to lobstermen. Yeah. Like right. Yeah. Um, or but, far enough North. Yeah. More East. Yeah. I would say when you, or oh, yeah, Cutler, I'm sure Cutler is Cutler like would be perfect it. spot. Yeah. I hear a good Maine accent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's just, there's just so many different people, different opinions, you mm-hmm. know, it's just like a very interesting place. Mm. You know? I used to have much more of a Maine accent. Did or you? Or if you're at home or something. Gotten rid of it a little well, bit. Well, I just, you know, I think sometimes if people hear it, they, if they might think, I, I think Maine accent, there's, there's different, there's a yes. billion different versions of the yeah. accent. So, yeah. but if, if one sense of could sound from lack of a better term, redneck or dumb or right, something, you right, know, right. if I'm trying to be a professional business person, I, I, know. I, I would, I didn't like make any massive effort on that. I just think maybe sub semi-consciously yeah, just yeah. kind of pronouncing things clearer or something like I know. that. Yeah. You know someone I mean? did say recently to my husband, he's like, Oh, so you're not from Maine. Right. And he was like, I am. I'm from Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm from mid coast, you know? And mm-hmm. he was like, Oh, you don't have an accent. And I was just like, yeah, you know. wouldn't find many people. I don't think, no, of Wisconsin. I don't think yeah, so. maybe a little inland, but yeah. once you start getting East, 
yeah. more and more and then inland a little bit, you yeah. definitely run more into that. Yeah. And if they grew up on a farm or on a fishing thing, totally. it's just more, Yeah. it's just much stronger. I feel like I'm from the land of no accent. Like Connecticut <laughs> is like, we're just so boring. Like we have no inflection in our voice, you know? So the, the, yeah, I know that I guess maybe that's what I was trying to get to. Yeah. I'm just trying to speak English well. Right. But, uh, well, you do a good job speaking English well. <laughs> like on a... Uh, Charlotte's Web, how many times have we oh, watched that? Yeah. The yeah. goose says, yeah. you speak very well. Oh, yeah. You know, she says that. That's funny. And Wilbur. But uh, I don't have any kids. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. Um, you just read that every night before yeah. bed by yourself. Yeah. Or watch the movie by myself. <laughs> yeah. Falling asleep. Sure. <clears throat> but um, so what is the, like, growing up in Connecticut mm-hmm. and then being here or going back, like, what is the, where you were in Connecticut? Is, it, is there much difference? Um, and, and, and you guys, you guys live like right in Portland, pretty close. We live in Wyndham. Yeah. So we're like 20 minutes to Portland. Um, we lived in Portland for a long time and then we, um, built our house. But Portland's basically part of your life. Yes. Yes. I don't, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, where did I, where I grew up? How is it different? Um, where I grew up is like really like a summer town. Um, Mm -hmm. Most houses are summer houses. Okay. My parents, like my mom summered there when she was little. Um, so we ended up there. She just loved it. And it's right on the beach. It's mm-hmm. beautiful, quiet, calm. They had a great school system. I mean, it was like a cool place to grow up. There's just not much going on. You know what Is I mean? Is there any big differences between, what you know, Connecticut and Maine yeah, to you? Yeah, I think so. I mean... I mean, well, take that as big or small as you want yeah, to take it. But. I don't know. I guess just like the amount of things that are go- are like happening, like... There's not a ton of like up and at least from where I'm from in Connecticut, there's not a lot of ton of like up and coming restaurants and new exciting things. Like we go there and I'm like, where do you guys get food? Like there's no, (laughs) there's no good restaurants. There's like no, not that like Trader Joe's and Whole Foods are like the end all be all, but like there's nothing like that down there. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I don't know, I guess. So it's a little more like Portland obviously is more urban. Yeah. And um, yeah, just a younger you know, younger, young families, a lot of kids here. and here yeah, yeah. and not so much there. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think maybe there were when I, I was think younger. you're describing more just like the Portland kind of yes. life too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the Connecticut place. You almost sounds more like a lot of the. Yeah. 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 It's like Maine. a retiree kind yeah. of area. Like it's beautiful. And I sure. love to go back there and bring the kids to the beach and everything, but it's like a little snoozy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little tired. Down yeah. There. Yeah. Your people are, you need, you need stuff around. Yeah. Around yeah. Sure. T- yes, tell. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I need to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> need to talk to people. That's yeah. right. Um, so, you know, what, what, uh, what do you have coming up new mm. and exciting? New and exciting. Anything things. like, like, yeah. Gosh. Like things. Sure. What, what's your vision for the store? My vision for the store. I yeah. mean, just to keep growing, you know, of course, um, I'm just happy to be here after COVID, you know, like mm-hmm. I think that that was such a weird time and, and everything is always changing in the retail industry too, you know? Yeah. Um, what do you see changing? I feel like, do you see what, and what do you see? Yeah. For trends and what yeah, do you, what I mean, you, there's, I don't seeing? know, there's like highs and lows and, um, oh gosh, for trends, I don't even know. I'm like not a very good trend person, you know, again. Yeah, but you must see people, Hey, this was selling really well. Now it's not anymore. Yeah. But that's other true. Things yeah. Are. Yeah. There's always lines like that, that like you cycle through very, very quickly. And so you like reorder and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, maybe everybody who wanted that already got it. <laughs> and gone. now they want something new and different, you know? Okay. So we're always trying to bring in new lines. I'm always looking for more main, main made items. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I mean, I say that like, 
I'm picky, you know, and I feel like I have to be to keep the store the way that, you know, the vision of the store and just the feel of it um, authentic to what it is. Um, So not everything is going to be right for the store and that's okay. Right. Um, But yeah, I'm always looking for more artwork and, you know, that kind of thing Mm -hmm. is important. And I'm going to like really work on our website this year. Web is tough, you know, I mean, We have this website. Do you sell anything on there now? We do. Okay. Yeah. Not a ton. Um, yeah. It was very busy during COVID, which was great. Right. Um, but it has kind of died down. And But we do have a lot of customers from far away who come visit during the summer and they buy mm-hmm. from us over Christmas or holidays or for birthdays or whatever, which is amazing because they're choosing me. You know, yeah, they're choosing us from really far cool. away. They're basically so, saying, I want to support you. I know, which is amazing yeah. and very sweet and kind. So And I'm, also they trust your you know, right. professional curation yeah. and where you get things. Yeah. Which yeah. is awesome. So I want to have more of a web presence for those people and offer more of what we have on, you know, in the store online. Cause not, it's hard to get everything mm-hmm. online and to keep the inventory up, you know, with web sales and in store. So now that our oldest is in kindergarten, I, this is the first time I've had like full-time childcare, you know? So yeah. I'm like, feel like a real human again. <laughs> right. Um, sort of. And so I'm really just trying to focus on doing that and, and because I like to do everything myself, I'm like wanting to learn how to do all that. That's and, neat. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I have, I'm very blessed. I have a sister who's a um, graphic designer wow, and an art director nice. at a larger company. So she's really helpful to me. Is yeah. she in Maine? She's in Maine. Yeah, she's wow. in Portland. She was living in New York um, during pre-pandemic. And then she moved um, mm-hmm. up here when that right. all went downhill, which I feel so lucky to have her here. Yeah, that is really nice yeah. to have. And she's like very... Um, you know, she has a great eye. So I trust sure. her eye. Sometimes we disagree on things, but, um, <laughs> well, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. But she's a professional. So I usually like give in. I'm like, fine, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I know. I never know when to, yeah. Trust. Yeah. It depends. If you have your vision, you have to stick with it. Some, totally. sometimes I'll yeah. usually like working in the marketing company or anybody. It's just like, after a while I'll do some, a lot of reasons. And once I trust them, I pretty much, yeah, you let it go. A little let bit. them go. Um, like but, if you hire mm-hmm. an interior designer here, I heard Caleb Johnson one time talk yeah. about or some like that, you know, or any of these uh, architects. Yeah. It's just like, yes, tell us what you want. Like give yeah. us some direction. But like, you know, if you're not ready to let like you hired us because we're experts in this area. Right. If you don't like the stuff that we do and then, you know, our style and what we do, then like... Maybe it's not the right fit. Right. Maybe yeah, it's not totally. the right fit. Yeah. Like, you let them run. If yes. you came to us and you like what we do, like... Let us do our give thing. Give us good direction, but, yeah. you know, trust us some too. But I also remember um, working with a marketing company and they who made great, beautiful things and then talking to somebody there and they said, usually, like, our best-looking stuff is when... Uh, the brand itself, they have a great eye and they mm-hmm. are very particular. Like we'll, we'll give them a lot of stuff. It's a, yeah. it's a partnership. It works yeah. together. But like the people who are very like decisive and give great direction, usually the best creations come out of. That's interesting. So they have a good eye. Yeah. I mean. Well, and they're so, confident about it too, which makes a huge difference. Right. Like, That's a huge thing. Like with, yeah. with Hannah, yeah. you know, my wife, when she's designed like, she comes in like she's decisive when we're making aesthetic calls or different calls. Yes. Like she's just like, this is what we're like. All right, sweet. Because yeah. I'm, you know, I can learn and I have a decent eye, let's say. Yeah. But, uh, a lot of times I'm just like, I don't know what to do for a call. Right, right, right. Exactly. 50, I always call them 50 50s. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that is, That's that hard. is neat. So yeah. you're not, you, 
you have, uh, yeah, you just want to keep kind of growing. And- yeah, just keep growing and stay. You know, I mean, people are like, oh, would you ever open another store or Ooh. expand? But I didn't, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not yeah. really in it for that. I You're love just, the yeah. feeling of like just one little shop. Like that's so special to me, you know, growing up like in these coastal towns, mm-hmm. like they, there were always these special little gift shops and you right. would go in there for any special thing that you needed or whatever. And it was always the owner or, mm-hmm. you know, the same people in there. And that's kind of the feel that I like, you yeah. know, like just, um, I think that's got to come like more now. Like, yeah, like you said, they just got back into school. Like you do one thing, do it really well. Yeah. And you exactly. got to feel really good. Like, wow, I kind of maybe have this down. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I could probably replicate this somewhere else. Yeah. If you really, but like that right. would just come into your head someday. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could sit down and make goals and say, I want to have three stores if yeah. that's what it's all about. But I'm too <clears> tired <throat> for that. I'm yeah, just I like, I want to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people come in and they'll say, is this a franchise? Like, which like in some ways I'm like, wow, that's so nice that they yeah. think that this is like that well executed that they think <laughs> that like professionals did this, but right. it's just me, you know, yeah, like, that's great. Yeah. So, and I'm it's like, exciting. no, just this this little old shop here this mm-hmm. is it so you know cool. i'm happy to have that yeah yeah so i always kind of <clears throat> like to do something here um i don't know if you listen to any of them but mm-hmm. any I of have. the other podcasts they're but, great <laughs> but, but thank you <laughs> trying this yeah. is all new like you said you you Hard. start you just got to get going and yes. then you keep refining yeah right, getting better but uh yeah i just asked people about favorite item in their life like oh, gosh it's something that it could be that you use every day in the kitchen, at home, mm-hmm. at, at work, anything, but just something that is like, tell me about like this one thing that you use. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all the time, but like you just love it. And yeah. Tell me about it and why. Yeah. Okay. So I guess mine, I don't know if this counts, but it's probably a candle at the end of the day, like after we clean up from dinner. Mm-hmm. I want to get like the food smell out of the house. So I okay. light a candle and I have a lot of candles and I kind of cycle through them all. But that again, like sets a mood for me. It sets a tone. I turn the lights off in the kitchen. Sorry, mm-hmm. there's like dust up here. Um, and it just, it's a way to like unwind at the end of the day. And it kind of signals to me, like this is the end of a day, like we're winding down and mm-hmm. I don't know, it just kind of refreshes the space for me. And then I can still smell it. You know what I do also is I wake up in the middle of the night and I say, oh, my God, did I blow that candle out? <laughs> right. And then I inevitably have to go down and check. Of course I blew it out, you right. know, like, yeah, yeah. but that's always that panic moment. But then I can smell it in the morning, which is nice, too. So I just like to I'm like big on scent. I don't know okay. what it is, but um you know, I like my house to smell like a fancy hotel. Yeah. Um, so I do that at start burning at night and then it smells like a fancy hotel through the morning, which is nice. So I guess that's kind of like, it's symbolic for me. It's, yeah. um, also I can change it if I'm sick of something or right. whatever, but I guess my candle and my like wick trimmer, which I do have a pair of like wick trimmer. No, scissors. tell me about the wick trimmer. Oh my God. They're have. these silly like scissors really- that have like, they look like regular scissors and then they have like a disc on the end uh-huh. and they're a flat. Um, oh yes. I've seen them. Yes. Do you have like a pair that you just love? Yeah. And we sell them at the store. If anybody needs a pair, okay, <laughs> they are perfect. a game changer because otherwise you're like jabbing at this wick with your kitchen scissors or whatever. <laughs> and it's like a total mess in there, <laughs> right. but these you just clip it and it holds onto the wick so you can take it out. So that you don't get like the smoke and all of the. Is this something you use every night to put yeah. it out? No, oh. to like cut the wick and then I light it. You okay. want to cut the wick before it. you light it. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. if your wick is too long, then you get huge flame and you get oh, too much smoke right. and like yeah. all that black stuff that oh. is all over your Yeah, I'm not a candle expert yet. We have yeah. been burning quite a few lately though. Have you? And sometimes the flames are pretty raging. Yeah, so see, you on. should cut that down. <laughs> 
that might help. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me more about the, the Clippers too. Like, the Clippers. Yeah. They're just kind of like uh, people. You how can, did you find them? What do you, um, my mom had a pair of my grandmother's like from years, you know, a million years ago and okay. like a candle snuffer, which I don't use a candle snuffer. I just blow it out. But yeah. you know, just kind of like, it seems extravagant. It seems like a silly thing that you don't need, but I don't know. It's like one of those things that once you start using it, you have to have it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just Wait, so you had one from your grand that came from yeah, your grandmother? Yeah, my mom had like a set. I remember. Is that the same one that you sell now? No, oh, no, no, say, no, 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 man, no, that would no. Be really cool. It's yeah. like a different company or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. But this one's like an old, like a. Yeah, they're just, I have the ones I like have. Is it like silver or gold? Or? They, we have like an antique um, brass kind oh, and cool. we have um, the ones I have are black, but they're mm-hmm. just like a sturdy scissor and kind of at an angle and I don't mm-hmm. know. They're just like a cool little yeah. item. And everybody comes in and they pick them up and they're like, what's this for? And then you tell <laughs> the them. The ones that you sell. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we sell. And then you tell them, they're like, oh, I need to have this. I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> of course you of course, do. Yeah. It's yeah. very practical. Yeah. yeah, it is a practical thing. And candles like... Yeah, I said an item, and you're talking about candles in general, but, like, they do yeah. a lot for you. Like, this yes. is part of your routine. Yeah, totally. It's very practical. Like, you yeah. can't, like, it's a huge part of your life. It is. I love, like, and my kids always say. That's something you use a lot. I mean, yeah, every day. That's really Yeah, all the time. Yeah. And when I light the candle and I turn the lights off, my kids say, the chicken's closed. Like, when Benny was little, he, I would say, kitchen's closed. And he's like, the chicken's closed? So oh, he nice. always says, chicken's closed. So yeah. it's like, I light the candle, turn off the lights, and then they say that. And then we know it's time for a oh, bath. Oh, so and, special. Like, you know, it's just a silly thing but i hope they remember but it's story yeah yeah yeah. it's like memories and story yeah yeah Uh, that's one thing i've found i'm sure i'll talk about it more but as i've asked people that it was Mm -hmm. like i thought they were going to be talking about these different characteristics of this like explaining this item like why they like it but like it's more about like the story and the feeling that's true yeah the feeling that you get from that one thing that you're using what it's doing for their life yeah um you know, and the practicality, which has been really neat. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so much like talk about minimalism and like, you don't need all these things and all that, but like there are certain things in your life that really are important and yeah. hold memories and hold so much like special, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm a minimalist a little bit, but I, it's also important to have things around you because they have stories with them and it's mm-hmm. a part of you. So yeah. And you know. need that. You, you do need some things. Yes, of course. And, uh, Right. I mean, as long as they, for me, it's like, as long as they bring more like yeah. peace into your life, bring order out of chaos. Like right. Exactly. If it's saving you time or a headache or whatever, but yeah. like do it with a quality thing. Like, yeah. What ends up happening this, all of us, I'm sure in America and, and yeah. beyond is like, here's this thing I think is going to help me in life, but then I buy the right thing, but, mm-hmm. the, but it's, no Not, good. Yeah, exactly. It would la- it, I use it twice in a break, so right, it doesn't work totally. at all. Yeah. I literally just bought something out of Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. I, you know, I'm just like, I'm just going all in on this thing. I take it out of the box. Like, it's yeah. a, it's just a light, you know, like a motion sensor light. Oh, yeah. Solar thing. Yeah. That thing lasted like two days. Ugh, so I mean, it was like $40, which right. isn't nothing. But, and I was just like, wow. Like, yeah. Really? That, yeah. I mean, and I know stuff breaks, but I was just like, come but on. Why still, does this have to happen? Like, mm-hmm almost every time I, know. I, I miss that like the good old days and I always say this like in the store like where you could plug your like barcode scanner into your computer <laughs> and you knew it would connect you didn't have to worry about bluetooth or like anything you know right. the internet going out I just feel like there's so much tech and so much stuff yeah. and it's exhausting it's like again mm-hmm. back to basics like right. you know plug one thing into the other that being said like I will never probably have a house phone again like a landline <laughs> I don't have one right. of those but like, I don't know, back to basics, you know? Oh, I'm so, I'm so, yeah. I'm there. Yeah. So can you just 
tell everybody like where can we find you? Sure. How do we? Yeah, you can find us um, in the old port okay. at forty three Silver Street mm-hmm. in Portland. Um, fitzandbennetthome.com, all spelled out, the longest name ever. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can find us on Instagram at fitzbennetthome, F-I-T-Z-B-E-N-N-E-T-T-H-O-M-E. <laughs> Got that? You nailed it. No, great. <laughs> Where did the name come from? Oh, it's my two grandmother's um, maiden names. Fitzgerald was my mom's mom's maiden name, Joan Fitzgerald, and Muriel Bennett was my dad's mom's name. And they, you know, I mean, grew up in a different time and like their homes were showpieces essentially. Like my grandmother, um, Fitzgerald had this room. It was the museum. We never went in it. It was like all very, you know, like, I mean, we called it the museum as kids, but like it was the formal parlor or whatever in the house. And we'd have Christmas in there and, you know, but like you didn't go in there. You didn't touch things. You certainly didn't like sit on the couch or the furniture or anything. Yeah. Um, you know, had this like pink velvet couch, like very, um, I don't know. So it was always, she was always very prideful and very like Victorian, Victorian. Yes. Everything was very kind of ornate and beautifully put together. And and they lived in this gorgeous old house. Oh, I wonder why you wanted to become who you are. I know, I guess. And then (laughs) my other grandmother, um, you know, she had her own style and her own way too. But again, very pre- like kind of special, precious things. Everything had a story to it. So, really? Yeah. So That's I cool. feel like I was like, what better way to like honor my two grandmothers? Uh, my maiden name is Maker, M-A-K-E-R. So it was going to be what? like Maker something. You know, I was trying to figure out how to like incorporate like that name. And Those are such, such classic good names. Yeah. And maker. That's pretty neat. Yeah. There was another store in Portland that opened up around the same time that had Maker in it. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm not using that name. But maybe someday I can use it in the future. Sure. Right? For a second little store. Yeah. Second store. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for being guest, yes, Lauren. Thank you. It's been awesome. Really appreciate you being on the podcast. Um, and giving us all this inspiration and cool stories. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like what we are doing here at Slow Goods and want to see us grow, please support us by sharing it with someone who may also enjoy it. We would also really appreciate your support by subscribing, following, liking, wherever you can find us on any of the platforms, whether it be uh, anywhere you listen to a podcast or YouTube or Instagram or something like that. We'd love to hear from you, you know, what you really liked, how can we improve who you want us to interview? And uh, we would just be cr- really appreciate any, any of that support and, and advice and encouragement. So thank you very much.